Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light. The private writings of the Saint of Calcutta, chapter 11, continued. He takes every drop of consolation from my very soul. On February 1st, 1965, the Missionaries of Charity received the hoped-for pontifical recognition, decree of praise, decree of praise, whereby the congregation was placed directly under the authority of the Pope instead of the diocesan bishop. Directly under the authority of the Pope instead of the diocesan bishop. This was a decisive step in the life of the young society. This mark of God's favor moved Mother Teresa to think of St. John the Baptist, his words, he must increase, but I must decrease, were both her inspiration and her aspiration, for she wanted all the attention to be on Jesus and not on his instrument. She expressed her joy over the pontifical recognition to Father Nooner. Thank you for your kind letter. God has his own way in all things. Slowly, I learn to accept everything just as he gives it. Your absence from Goa was one of those acts. But I am glad he did it like this. I have still many, many things to learn. We had a beautiful day on May 2nd, our Thanksgiving day for all the graces our little society has received, especially the decree of praise. And now we are a pontifical congregation. See what our Lord does? He pours himself on the little society, and yet he takes every drop of consolation from my very soul. I am glad it is so, for I only want that Jesus in the society be more and more, and I be less and less. The internuncio came all the way from Delhi only for this, and he spoke beautifully. He summarized the society in three words, dependence, detachment, dedication. Pray that we live up to this. Because the internuncio, Archbishop James Robert Knox, was the official representative of the Pope, Mother Teresa took the occasion of his visit to reveal her darkness, the pivot of her union with Jesus. In Ceylon, you told me that you took the place of our Holy Father. I love the Holy Father. Maybe this is why I feel better for having spoken to you. And because I want to believe, I accept the darkness of faith with greater joy and confidence. Thank you for teaching me this. Pray for me. Since Archbishop Knox stood in the place of the Pope himself, his advice meant more for her than that of her confessors or spiritual directors. With her customary sense of humor, She would even play with words in referring to her suffering. In the same letter to the internuncio, she wrote, The heat here is just burning. 
one big consolation for me, since I can't burn with the love of God, at least let me burn with the heat of God. And so I enjoy the heat. With Archbishop Knox, she also shared her joy of opening the first foundation outside India, in Venezuela. This milestone was a major step in the life of the new congregation. Though happy that her long-awaited desire was fulfilled, she kept asking for his support in prayer. Pray for me, please. I need our Lord. To Bishop Picacci, she wrote a note hinting again at her pain. I am trying to be very brave and cheerful in spite of what is within me. Pray for me much and often. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle God of youth, patron of thy own, Vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Notice that Mother Teresa says at the end of this letter to Father Picacci that she's trying to be very brave and cheerful, despite of what's going on within her. She's trying to be. Notice also at the beginning of her letter to Father Nooner, her other spiritual advisor, director from earlier, that she says, slowly I learn to accept everything just as he gives it. Slowly I learn. What does that imply? It implies that she makes mistakes. It implies that it's taken her a while to accept it just as he gives it. It implies that there were many times where she didn't really want to accept everything just as he gives it. She's not saying she refused him something, but she is saying that the acceptance of things just as he gives it was very hard. And that Mother Teresa still, even at this point, was growing and learning and developing. Even now, there were things that were very difficult for her to do. She tries to be cheerful because it's not easy. She doesn't want to be cheerful given the darkness that's within. So let us take a lot of courage from this. Mother Teresa says she's trying to be brave. She's saying, pray for me because she knows without God's grace, she's on the verge of refusing. She knows without God's grace, she can't be cheerful. And so we should take a lot of courage ourselves. We need to be brave. If we find things hard, if we find it hard to be cheerful, if we find it hard to be generous, if we find it hard to accept everything just as God gives it, well, then we're in good company. Trying to love and live as God loves and lives is supernatural. Trying to love and live like Jesus is supernatural. This is a grace. This is something we have to receive from the Lord. If we could do it on our own, we wouldn't need all these prayers. But we can't do it on our own. 
That's why I like Mother. We got to get as many prayers as we can. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.